What if you could create more kindness in the world just by being you? Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cultivating Kindness with Karen. I'm super happy you're here with me today. And I'm super happy to be here with you as well. I'm having a really cool day and I don't know, just happiness. It's just flowing through me today in so many ways. And, you know, a big part of that is from the kindness that I have been showing to myself over the last week or so. It has been top of my list to be really kind to Karen and to change some things that have been going on. And the result of that is, well, me, here I am, <laughs> smiling and happy and giggling a little bit and really excited to be sharing with you what we have in store for today's show. You know, each week I arrive thinking, hmm, I wonder how this is all going to materialize. I wonder what I'm actually going to end up saying to all of you. And that that joy, that curiosity, that passion, really, like that deep inside sparkle and shine within me is, is there, thanks in part to you for showing up every week and to those of you who listen on the replay every week as well. So here we go. We'll start off and thinking about, hmm, your unconscious jailer. What an interesting title, right? When this one came to me, I was like, I wrote it down immediately and I was like, wow, I wonder what I'm going to do with this. I don't remember where I got it from or how this title, you know, sort of popped up for me. But when it did, it was like, all right, this is a really important one. And I just kind of waited for the timing to come around when it would be appropriate for us to, to look at this and explore it together. And so here we are. Oh, and by the way, happy Valentine's Day to all of you that will that are listening live or will be listening today on the recording. We are February 14th, 2024. Now I will be very upfront and say, I don't really pay a lot of attention to happy Valentine's Day or Valentine's Day in general. Uh, that's just me. But for those of you who are, you know, excited about today and looking forward to different events or things that may be going on, that's fabulous. And I hope I hope you have a really, really wonderful day that's filled with all kinds of kindness for you and for whomever else you be you will be sharing your day with. So let's get back here to your unconscious jailer. So. Are you even aware that you could have an unconscious jailer? Like, what in the world does that even mean? Such an unusual use of words put together into a question. Are you aware of your unconscious jailer? Hmm. We're going to look at this in a lot more detail. We're going to look at what it could be that could be 
you know, air quotes, could be your unconscious jailer? Is it something that is happening to you? Or is it something that you are doing that is having this result? Both questions are really valid and both questions can be involved in what is going on in your life. You see, when we have this term unconscious jailer, when I was spending time looking at it and thinking about it, it was like, so what doors have been closed? A key has been put in and turned and that door has become locked. And I am unaware of what just happened. To me, that is the unconscious jailer. When a door closes and we're unaware of it. Now we can have somebody close a door for us, on us, in front of us. And then we can be closing a door and not being fully present and understanding what we've just done. We can go through literally decades of time and be behind a locked door and not even aware of it, completely blind to the fact that this is actually happening or has happened to us. You can be there for extended periods of time, or you may be there for a very short period of time, depending on how you are working with your belief systems and how much you are coming off of autopilot. And boy, you guys know, I do not like it when myself or anyone that I'm working with is on autopilot. Yep. I mean, that's just the way I'm going to say it. Autopilot is not our friend. Sure. You know, that muscle memory that allows us to do things automatically, that is by far a friend. It lets you learn how to ride a bicycle and then get back on it and ride it again. And then you may take years off where you're not on one, but you can still get back on it and know how to ride that bike. That type of muscle memory or autopilot is helpful. You know, there's so many other areas where it can be of benefit. However, when it's not muscle memory, when we go into autopilot within our thought process, then we become detached from the reality that we are in in that moment. We go into habit. We go into patterns that have become unconscious. We go into really uh, not being mindful of what's happening. This is the time when an accident can happen. You know, you can be chopping up veggies for dinner and then you, you, you know, hopefully have a minor, but you can cut your finger. Well, when you're really paying attention to what you're doing, you're not going to cut your finger. You are going to get that awareness that you are in line with your finger and you're going to stop or something's going to move. So you will miss getting cut. That is being present. 
The accident of cutting yourself happens when you are not mindfully present with what you're doing. You're on autopilot. Sure, muscle memory's there. You know how to cut those veggies. No problem. Absolutely. And maybe you can cut them really, really quick. Maybe you're really excellent in how you handle a knife. But if you're not present, then you run the risk of an accident. So we've got this whole way of being in our heads that can be a tremendous benefit and can be a real drawback. And it's this aspect where we're not aware that allows the unconscious jailer to materialize in your life. We, yeah, I'm hearing the words open the door, which sounds a little odd, but we like, it's like we open the door, we allow in any unconscious jailer that wishes to show up, including our own mind, by not being present. So let's not do that. <laughs> Sounds simple enough? Sure. Let's just say, uh, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. Now that, all joking aside, can actually be helpful. And you've heard me say this before. When you find yourself thinking something that is not helpful to you, that's not a contribution and a benefit to you and your body and your soul and being, to just say, okay, stop. Stop. Out loud's better, but even in your head. And then you pause and you give yourself a moment to look at or develop a question or just look at what you were just thinking or doing. But that word stop is very powerful. So I may use it a little lightheartedly, but really, it does help. We... Hmm. No, we're going to phrase that differently. Learning a new term such as unconscious jailer is fabulous. When words get strung together out of the ordinary way of speaking or they're paired to, together in a way that is new to you, it grabs your attention. Your mind will catch them and go, wait, what? What does that mean? Shouldn't it be phrased like this or why, what are they trying to tell me with this sequence of words? If that happened, great. That means the title worked. We, we need to pay attention to what's in front of us. This is all part of becoming free, independent, knowing more about yourself. And if you discover by the end of the show today that you have an unconscious jailer, well, then you can learn how to take the keys, throw them away, and never have to be in that space again. Now, never may be a strong word, maybe a little maybe a little too much of a promise to you. The key for the word never to be in that space again, never, is to develop your ability to be aware all the time, 24-7. Is it possible? 
I get a very strong yes. Am I there? <laughs> no, I also get a very clear no, I'm not. And I think that's what it is for most of us. We're on this journey to learn more about who we are, to learn more about our environment, and to learn more about this interaction between ourself and the physical reality we have around us. This learning curve is here for every single person. It's your job, your choice to choose to follow along that path and to be open to learning more. Chances are very good that that is you. I would be surprised if people are following Cultivating Kindness with Karen or hanging out with me on any of the other social media platforms if you weren't interested in changing some aspect of how you're being or how you're thinking. If you were not choosing to step onto this road of new growth, development, and personal understanding of who you are and really how amazing you are. You see, if you've got a lot of unconscious jailers in your life, or even if just you are the only one that's present, but you've closed a whole lot of doors and you've got one of those big rings with all kinds of keys on it, then you will not have a strong grasp as to who you truly are. You'll have an idea. You may have a stronger idea of knowing why you're on the other side of that door that's been locked. That's also really great information. The question is, will you choose to take that key off that ring and reach around and unlock that door to let yourself out, knowing full well that the reason you locked the door now has the freedom to come forward? For some, that's not an easy decision, and I totally understand that. For others, you may be like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's do this. And that's cool. And then there'll be a bunch of us in the middle going, I'm going to think about it. And I'll see how I, how I do after I think about it for a bit. Nothing wrong with that either. So maybe now when we go on to our first break, you might want to actually take a moment or two, because our breaks are not very long, and think about what has you potentially locked behind a door? Or do you have a sense? Are you one of your jailers? Or are other people fulfilling that role for you? And so let's come out of being unconscious of this, even if it's a little uncomfortable, just for a little bit today while we're talking. Let's step forward and allow ourselves and give ourselves permission to look at this because the only way we can change it and heal it is if we become aware of it, that we see it, and we see it for, for exactly how it is, so we've got good information, and then we can make a different choice. So give that a little thought. We've got a couple of commercials or messages here for you from the Inspired Choices Network, and I'm thrilled that you're here with me today, as I was saying at the beginning of the show. It, uh, the topic may not feel overly happy, but boy, oh boy, am I happy. And I'm thrilled, 
thrilled. <laughs> I know I keep saying that, but that's the only word that wants to come through at the moment to be here with you and to be sharing this and to help you unlock some of these doors that you maybe weren't even aware of. So don't go away. We'll be back with everyone in just a couple of minutes. Thanks, everybody. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Thank you for being here with me today. So your unconscious jailer, did you give that a little thought over the break? I was thinking about it a little more, to be honest. And I remembered um, an incident when I was, hmm, I don't know how young I was, maybe, maybe late teens, early 20s, um, somewhere around there. So I was quite young. And I think my intuition was just sort of starting to show itself a little bit more. I, I feel like I said something to my mom. And her response was, oh, don't go there. And I was like, I didn't understand. And so my mom shared with me how intuitive she used to be and that it was a conscious choice for her to tone it down and to hide it. So she was her own jailer. She was sharing with me how she had been um, at a couple of um, events where there was like a draw. And one time she stood up as the hand was in the draw, pulling out the name. And she started walking before they even read that it had her name on it. And so people accused it, her of it being fixed and you know, all these other things, which really upset her. And she shared three or four different situations with me where she was really uncomfortable by or embarrassed by or shunned because of her intuition. And they were very mild things, but she warned me about it. And as a result, it was kind of like, well, maybe I don't want to go there. 
Now, one of her times when her intuition was bang on later on was when I went into labor with my first child. She phoned immediately, even though it was quite late at night, and asked if I was in labor. And I was. It had just started. My water had just broken. And I swear, within 60 seconds, that phone rang. So she hadn't completely closed it down, which was great, but she was very selective. I Probably just me that she shared that with, that she didn't continue to share it with other people. So you see, we can, we can grow up with things being said to us that will lock a door. Were you a really chatty little person? Did you love to ask questions or just tell stories and just talk, talk, talk? And did people tell you to stop talking so much or to be quiet? And if you hear it enough, if you're young enough, that can be a jailer. Now, either someone can close the door for you and lock it in that they don't give you an opportunity to speak anymore. Or when you do, they're not kind in how they close you down. Or you can choose yourself, like I did with my intuition. You can choose for yourself to close the door and lock it on your own. It took me a number of years to have the comfort and the confidence to allow my intuition to start to grow and be a present part of my day-to-day -day life. And then took another layer and step in confidence to begin to share it with other people. That risk, that choice to be vulnerable with, with it, with my intuition, just as the example, uh, that took a lot. And I went through a couple of instances like my mom, not that I stood up and, and started walking down, you know, a, an aisleway in a room to receive a, a gift from a draw. Um, but there were other ways that I would share something and I would get backlash from it. So I kind of had this tug of war as to whether this was a good thing to do or not. And I'm sure a lot of you have something in your life that you can relate to. Like what special gifts or talents or interests do you have that you wanted to share, explore, learn more about? And others were like, why? And they would close you down. Or maybe somebody recognized an ability or a gift within you that they were uncomfortable with. Maybe they were jealous or envious or they were in comparison or even competition mode with you. And so if they could keep that aspect of you hidden, keep it down, keep it locked away, then it served them. There can be so many reasons why we have an unconscious jailer or multiple jailers in our life. Now, from my mom's perspective, she truly believed she was helping me. That's okay. I eventually made my own choices around things and changed things up. There will be other times when that person's choice will not be really from a place of being helpful 
or perhaps how they view kindness. It's very self-motivated. They have their own agenda and they are choosing to manipulate the energies between the two of you for their advantage. Now, if we run into this quite a bit or we have other experiences in our life where this has happened, then we become very familiar with that energy. We may not be cognitively aware or conscious of what's going on, but because there's an energetic familiarity with it, we accept it. There is a comfort level there. That can encourage us to lock another door as well. So looking at these things really can take some courage. And I would invite you, you know, to seek assistance, seek support and help if you really want to be delving into this, because we can put some pretty hefty padlocks on things and we can hide the keys so that we don't even know where they're to be found to take one off that ring and unlock that padlock. We can be really clever. Mm, not, <laughs> but we can feel like that in that moment, it was a smart thing to do. Now, in order to truly be who you are and the reason that you are here on this wonderful planet, you know, all of that needs to be unlocked in order for you to truly enjoy your life. Staying within the shadows, especially if somebody else has put you in the shadows, is not joyful. It is not an area where you grow and expand and blossom and have fun. You know, you can find ways to have fun on a narrow path that you're following. You know, and alongside of that path, there's all these doors that are closed, but you can still create fun and create a life that you're telling yourself that this is okay, this is this is good, this is good enough. But is it? What if opening just one door a little bit could shine in some light towards you that would make you see something a little different, that would bring a smile to your face that you hadn't experienced before? What if it gives you an idea that you've never thought about before, that excites you, that lifts you up and gives you a feeling of like motivation or empowerment or strength, beauty, whatever it might be that you'd been unwilling to look at or experience before? Like, how exciting would that be? How miraculous would that be? And what could it open up for your future? The future in 10 minutes? The future in a year? The length of time doesn't matter. What's key and what I keep hearing is that there's more for you in the next moment or series of moments if you're willing to unlock at least one door. Are you ready to stop being your own personal unconscious jailer? Truly, that's step one. 
you can worry about the other jailers down the road because they're truthfully they'll always be there there will always be somebody that's looking to change something about another person and that comes from their own space of wounds unhealthy ways of being brought up you know judgments of themselves that they've been carrying for so long that this all comes out towards other people remember you cannot change the other person you cannot convince that jailer to give up that role what you can do is you can stop being your own unconscious jailer and as a result get to know you more have that courage to look at the areas that are more vulnerable and more difficult for you and then to grow and heal within that space and then those unconscious jailers, they have less and less and less opportunities to close a door and even less opportunities to get that door locked. Because you start living your life in a space of being conscious rather than unconscious. And the gift and the beauty in that it just makes my heart swell. It makes me so excited for each and every one of you and myself as I continue to do this for me as well. Remember, maybe remember is not the right word. Maybe this is the first time you're here listening to my show. And if it is, awesome. Thank you for being here. But I will often say to you that what I share with you is a result of what I've experienced. And it's how I've coped and gotten through things and found things that work for me that I have a deep longing to share with you in hopes that maybe what I've learned will be of support and of benefit and a contribution to you having a healthier, happier, and more joyful way of living. So on that, we have to go to our next break. Oh my goodness, here we go again. So don't go away. We have lots more to talk about after these uh, couple of words for you from Inspired Choices Network. Remember, though, that you can always get in touch with me. You can send me an email, karen at karenlesley.ca. I always answer the emails when people write to me. So please, if you've got questions or ideas for other shows or anything like that, you know, get in touch. Let me know. And of course, I'm on all the different social media platforms. I'm not difficult to find, so you can find me through those, and we can connect that way as well. So when we come back from this break, we're going to look at, all right, so yes, I'd like to stop being an unconscious jailer. What do I do? All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Thanks, everybody. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. So is it time to change this role of unconscious jailer? I really hope it is. Or at least maybe with listening to what I'm sharing with you, you're contemplating the idea that this could be something that's happening or something that you have been participating in but I've been totally unaware of it. And that's true, right? We are very rarely consciously choosing to close the doors and lock them. There will be some times where you will choose to do this consciously. Absolutely. If you've had an experience of something that was really difficult, very traumatic and hurtful, you may say, okay, I am never doing that again. I am never whatever you fill in the blank. And you close the door and you consciously lock it. That could be a door you want to go to now because you're very aware of it to unlock it and look at what actually happened there. Remember that word stop, pause and ask a question. Questions are really helpful. We can also do this with the doors that we have unconsciously locked as well. You know, are you aware of something in your life that you don't participate in or you don't know how to experience? That could be a result of a door that you have closed and locked. These are usually things based on fear or an anxiety of some kind, a judgment, some form of experience. Or something someone has said to us that really had an impact. And we thought that this was the safe thing to do. As long as we allow these doors to be closed and locked. Truthfully, you are not being in that safe space where you can access your awareness to know what is safe and what isn't. It's really true. The more you are aware of your environment, the more you're aware of your body, your energy, your thoughts, the safer you will be. Now, yes, stuff happens. I get it. I've experienced it. But the odds are in your favor. Absolutely in your favor. You know, now is a great time for us to be choosing this now. It really is. Uh, What are we? February 14th. So four days ago, on February 10, we entered what's called the Chinese Year of the Wood Dragon. 
And this is a really strong, powerful energy that's with all of us right now. And they say, you know, now is the time to launch your dragon. Let your dragon out. What's also key is to have a strong platform for you to stand on as you let the dragon out. Because then as you do, you understand your dragon. You understand what works for you and what doesn't. You have a greater understanding of what you wish to achieve in life and how to move forward towards it. If we're in denial of what's going on, it makes it a lot more difficult. So I want to bring in a couple of things from the cards I pulled for today's show. One said, it is never too late to begin anew. It is never too late to let something go. It is never too late to have a change of mind or a change of heart, you know, and to embrace this, like, embrace it. Okay, maybe initially, if this is all brand new to you, you might want to tiptoe into it. That's cool. Not a problem. Perhaps getting someone to work with, someone like myself, would be a really good idea, especially if this is new for you. So you can get some guidance, some comfort, and that support that takes you to the finish line so that you know you can do it and you can celebrate what has been accomplished. And in that celebration, you'll have moments where you're going to go, what other door can I unlock? What's next? And that's exciting and healthy and amazing for each and every one of us to achieve that, recognize it, and think, okay, what else? And to move forward. It does not help any of us to hold on to old feelings and grudges and guilts and whatevers that keep those doors locked. What's healthy is acknowledging, yeah, okay, that's there. Now, it, now is the time to change it. Anything that we hold against ourselves, that maybe we despise about ourselves, keeps a door locked. Any judgment keeps that door locked until you are willing to look at it and free yourself from it. And maybe, I don't know, maybe this is something to be said today too, being Valentine's Day, but what I'm hearing is like, as long as you despise or hate or are really in judgment of any part of you, then you will not receive the love that is there for you. You will not receive the love of yourself that you, your inner being so desires to give you, to let you know that you are so loved in a way that maybe right now you cannot imagine. You will also be denying yourself the love of others in the human body, of other people who would really, who do love you, but you do not have a full understanding or acceptance of it because of how you see yourself. So the more you open up to healing what's going on inside you, then the greater is your capacity to love who you are. And I tell you, not a word of a lie here. 
this is me. This is Karen. I had so little self-love, so little. Well, the depression, the anxiety disorders. I mean, who goes into anorexia if you love your body? You don't. Suicidal thoughts, none of that is present, especially how I experienced them. If you truly love who you are and all of you. And this is why people who struggle like this, why others have such a difficult time understanding it. And truly, it's from that place of love because they have that self-love. And they feel like, well, doesn't everybody have this? Why does not everybody have this? So they cannot relate to those of us who have very little self-love. It baffles them. It doesn't mean they don't want to help and that they don't care and that they don't love you deeply. But truly, they do not know what to say or how to help. And that's not a reflection on them that they're doing anything wrong. It's just they just don't know because they have never experienced anything that they can relate to to help them. It's up to us. The more doors we open and unlock, the more we have that opportunity for self-love. And the more we love ourselves, the more we will allow ourselves to accept love from others. That includes divine love. Love from the universe. Love from whatever terminology you wish to use and are comfortable with. Because we block that too. Can we cut it off? No. We can cut off the love from another human being. We cannot cut off the love from divine source. But we can restrict the flow. We can turn our back on it. Let's not do that anymore. Let's take that step. Let's move into looking at ourselves with kindness. Maybe that's the first one. Build into having more compassion. Build into having greater understanding. And then build it to love. Look at one thing. Choose one thing in your life that you know you have locked away. Just one. And it can be small. doesn't matter what it is. But pick one. And tell yourself, you know, truthfully. I am unlocking this door. And ask, do you require help and assistance to unlock the door? If you do, awesome. Reach out and get it. Don't let fear of judgment or some other comment or reaction get in your way. If you get that response from somebody, if you reach out to them for assistance, cool. May just be that they're not the right person to work with. End of story. Don't take it to heart. Don't make that a reason to close that door. Ask what else is possible. Ask who else can come into my life that can help me. Go into the questions, right? Look and see. 
Not everyone is the right fit for us all to work with. I am not the right fit for every person. No. But I am the right fit for many. And I do create that same or that safe, non-judgmental space for people to help them heal. Because healing can be very vulnerable. And it is always very personal. So, what is it you would like to start with? What is that one door that you're comfortable taking that key, unlocking it, and cracking it open? I, okay, right now I'm sending waves of kindness out to all of you. Whoa. All right. That's unnerved a few people. That's cool. That's okay. And I am, I'm flowing ways of kindness out. And for those of you on the recording, those ways of kindness, they're embedded. You can receive them. It's all good. You can do this. You know, maybe asking or starting with a question like, okay, so what was the benefit to me to close that door? Maybe start there. What was the reason that I decided this had to be hidden about me? A great question. What have I come to believe about myself that now I'm questioning and thinking, is that really true? Where did I buy into that? Where did this belief come from? Every belief you have, every single one, has come from outside of you. The programming and the conditioning and everything we go through from being that little teeny tiny person to around seven years of age, woof, it filled us full. So all of those beliefs and those ways of being were given to you. And then as we get older, we can start to change them and reevaluate them. All right, we have come to our final break. We're going to take a moment. You are going to take a breath. And I am going to continue to send waves of kindness to you over this next couple of minutes. And when we come back, we're going to wrap all this up together. We're going to lift your energy up and hopefully empower you to look at letting go being your own unconscious jailer so don't go away please be open to receiving the waves of kindness and we'll be back in just a moment we all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness these experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world the universe is always listening so what are you telling the universe today Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. How are you doing? Did you allow yourself to receive those waves of kindness? I sincerely hope you did. I truly, truly do. You know, oh, good. I got a yes in the comments. Okay, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> so here's a question for you that arrived during the break. What if you could give yourself permission or what if you could allow yourself to not believe anything that you currently are choosing to believe? That's a really loaded question. And it may be throwing a couple of you into um, almost like la-la land, like, wait, I don't even under understand what you're saying, Karen. But really, what if you could look at things and say, okay, what if all of the beliefs I currently have been holding on to for the last 20 years, 40 years, 60, 80 years, whatever, what if none of them were true? What could be the gift in that for you? Well, if you were really going to dive into that wholeheartedly, I can just imagine how many doors just unlocked. Right? Because every one of those doors is locked because of a belief you've been carrying or that you bought into as being real and true. What if everything that's been going on around you has actually just been um, a false reality, a limitation given to you by somebody else. Can you step into that energy, oh, I just got it, of, of freedom and not go into that energy of like, oh no, wait, wait, what do I do? I can't not, I can't not believe anything. Well, I'm not asking you to not believe anything. I'm asking you to question each of your beliefs. Know which ones are helping you and opening up the doors and giving you permission to be you that are expanding your life, giving you more compassion to yourself, creating more kindness for you. You know, which ones are allowing you to step into that divinity that's within every single one of us. Which belief can you let go of that is preventing you from seeing the true magnitude of how amazing you are? Which belief can you let go of that will unlock that door that will Ignite some new passion or idea within you or resurrect one that you locked away that you actually came here to be a part of. There's so much out there for each and every one of us and it starts within us. And we've all been brought up to close them down, to ignore them, to put them to the side based on other people's opinions and judgments 
and their hurts and their wounds and the beliefs they were given from another person. And it goes back years and years and years. Well, let's stop that now. Let's allow ourselves to see who we are. Let's embrace this beauty and diversity within all of us. And as we do that, we change the energetic signature, if you will, of us. And that energetic being and body around us, it starts to move at a different pace and a different rate. And it starts to almost, I just keep hearing the word glow. And as it moves out, there's this opportunity for others to receive it and for them to make a similar choice. But until some of us, like myself, are willing to step forward and share this and walk the talk of this, then we won't know we have a different option. We won't know that this can change. We will not have the knowledge that we are our own unconscious jailer. So I'm going to flip gears just for a moment here. I want to tell you about next week's show before we run out of time, because we are so close to the show ending. Next week, the title of the show is I'm Still Here versus I Am Here. Hmm. Both sound pretty good to me. I'm still here. I am here. Well, we're going to dive into it a lot more next week. So I hope you'll be able to join me next week as well on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. And please come to the inspiredchoicesnetwork.com forward slash chat room and join in the conversations. Be part of the group of us that are here every week and bring your questions and bring your time to play and let's create together. It has been so much fun to be here with you today. Remember, everything you do to help yourself from the neck up, all those thoughts, all those beliefs, helps you from the neck down. Your whole body will love you for any change you make in your thought process and your beliefs. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for listening to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.